Hello and welcome to the Forbes India cover story podcast series in association with theindicast.com. My name is Abhishek. On the cover of this issue is the world's fourth largest smartphone maker, uh, which is much more than a smartphone maker, we'll find out soon, which has made a big splash in India. Uh, Xiaomi is going head-to-head with Samsung. It has a big legacy. In China, for instance, no other company has notched up $1 billion in annual revenue as quickly as uh, this firm has done. It wants to replicate some of that magic in India too. Joining me on the call... Uh, to talk about it all is this issue's cover story author Rajiv Singh. Hi Rajiv, welcome back. Hi Abhishek, thanks a lot. Uh, Rajiv, in, in China, uh, Xiaomi uh, was for a while nicknamed Apple of the East or at least their journalists like to call it that. Uh, it is now the world's most uh, valuable startup worth around $46 billion. What is its positioning in India? Xiaomi started in India sometime in 2014 and second quarter of that year it had a smartphone market share of just 4%. So imagine cut to 2018 second quarter, they are sitting at 28%. Little under two years, they have achieved phenomenal success. And even though according to uh, counterpoint numbers, they are second biggest this quarter in India, and they are behind Samsung by just 1%, they have shipped the highest numbers this quarter. What explains their phenomenal growth in India? What is it? How do they differentiate themselves? For example, we all know that iPhone is this premium brand. There was a joke, you remember some time back when in India, iPhone is still considered so expensive that if you fall down with an iPhone uh, in your pocket and you hear a crack, you think, oh God, let it please be my leg <laughs> and, and, and not, not the phone itself. So how is Xiaomi differentiating itself here in India? So if you look at the features that Xiaomi phone packs itself with, it's almost same or more or less same to what any other top-notch smartphone phone in uh, the world would do. But just half the price, and that's the biggest differentiator. So they believe in this theory of innovation for all and honest pricing. This latest IPO prospectus as well, just before the IPO, the founder, Lee Chun, he made it very clear that Xiaomi won't make or won't keep margin more than 5%. Imagine a smartphone company which is taking a plus that the margin, it will never charge more than 5%. Look at the margin. So in spite of the features that Apple and Samsung have, they they work on insane margin. That's what makes them prohibitively expensive. Xiaomi doesn't believe in that kind of marketing and advertising. You quote uh, their Indian uh, managing editor, uh, managing director, Manu Jain. He tweeted that from a small six-seater room four years ago to a 180,000 square feet building with over 750 employees or seats, uh, Jayami has come a long way. Take us qu- quickly through the journey as to how did they, you, you, you rattled off a couple of figures when they were nothing a few years back, and now, or rather just two years back. So how is it so quick on its feet? What was your sense when you spoke with uh, the top brass there? So see, they started with online strategy. So when no other smartphone player in India was betting big on online, here was a startup, an upstart, that put all its egg in online basket and it paid them handsomely. Because what online number one does is, it reduces all your cost, all intermediary cost. It makes phone reach directly to uh, consumers across the country. If you add to it the features that Xiaomi had, so that was the biggest differentiator. When all the people were, you know, betting big on offline, brick and mortar, here was one guy who said that, no, it's only online, online. And they started online, flash sales, quick sales. This is what gave them instant success. So is this another example of a company with deep pockets, which we know Xiaomi has, and uh, will throw money at the consumers and, and get them to buy? Abhishek, two things which I want to clarify. When I say flash sales, not the conventional sales which Indians are used to. It's no discount. So they never sell, initially when they started, they never used to sell phones on discount. 
that's one big strategy even though have deep pockets they have never discounted their products that's number one what differentiates them from other players as well is a loyal fan base of mi community me community so they always believed in creating a loyal fan base of community interacting with them talking to them getting their feedback which no other smartphone maker has ever done and it has paid off it's like word of mouth and they call themselves an innovation driven internet company and not just a smartphone outfit the smartphones could be a segue to get people to buy other products like air purifiers television sets vacuum cleaners and the like how does a smartphone fit in to its overall strategy so though they claim that they are not a hardware company but a software company but maximum revenue fc comes from selling of the smartphone so the the internet service or the revenue they are talking about is still still minuscule but they are trying to scale it up so they have their own operating system so if you have your own operating system you have a own world of apps and other associate things which you would like users to use for example they are they are heavily into gaming they are also into advertising so all these associate features comes with their operating system so that's why they say they are not a uh, hardware company they are a software company so phone is only one of the medium one of the main mediums for them to get a consumer hooked and once a consumer is hooked he or she would explore more about xiaomi different aspects of xiaomi so that's how they intend to make more money not from the smartphone but from the associate features of other things right and and you write that uh, samsung and xiaomi both uh, which are hardcore competitors now they follow diametrically opposite business models to quote you how do you mean that uh, could you could you explain that a little bit two things to begin with let's start with samsung first samsung was never an online player it's always a brick and mortar offline player and that's its usp very strong point nobody can replicate samsung when it comes to offline second thing is samsung believes in hefty margins that's quite understandable because the kind of money you are spending in marketing and advertising you have to make up for that so razor thin margin doesn't work for samsung now on both these parameters xiaomi and samsung are poles apart xiaomi started as an online online player didn't have any offline presence Xiaomi believes in razor thin margin believes in volume doesn't believes in value volumes will give value so that's how the business model of both the companies are diametrically opposite and and is this sustainable uh, over a long period of time yeah because see uh, why i'm saying it's sustainable for both because now they started muting if you call it mutation is happening so Xiaomi is adopting the strategy of Samsung in going offline and Samsung is adopting strategy of Xiaomi in going online second thing which is very interesting a reverse kind of thing happening is xiaomi which was never a premium segment player is entering into a premium segment which is hard, which is largely a territory of samsung and samsung with its j series j6 and j8 which the latest blockbuster for samsung it's all priced uh, between 10000 below 10000 so that's a segment where xiaomi used to dominate so now interestingly both of them are entering into each other's territory and raiding given samsung's uh, well entrenched presence in india Uh, what is Xiaomi up against? What are some of the challenges, and how has it uh, overcome them in such short, short span? The biggest positive for Xiaomi right now is that it has never taken Samsung head-on. That's the biggest positive for Xiaomi because till now, whatever market share Xiaomi has gained is largely at the expense of the Indian players. So, if you look at all the Indian players, the market share has combined market share would not even be five percent. They have come down below five percent. and 28% of what Xiaomi you are seeing is largely the market share that all these indian players had on the same and if you look at samsung it has largely by and large been in 20s maintain its ground but from now onwards q1 
onward, just because both of them have gathered, have managed the uh, considerable scale and numbers, fight would be direct between them. Even if you say that uh, Xiaomi hasn't hasn't taken on Samsung head-on, it has pecked away at, at Samsung's market share. Uh, so how has Samsung responded? So the biggest change that Samsung made, even though they don't uh, accept that it's because of the competitor reaction, you know, making it with the J6 and J8 series. So they never thought that price segment below 10,000 would be what they would ever focus on, but they're doing it. And that should because that price segment is 35% of the entire smartphone market in India. So if you, if you don't have a sizable presence over there, you, you can't win the smartphone battle in India. And Apple proves that. Samsung was straddling across all price points, but the, the entry-level price point was is where Samsung was never very strong at. But now it's uh, doing wonders for them. So in other words, given that Xiaomi is uh, you know, selling in that price range of less than 6,000 rupees, if there is a new phone, the consumer of a Xiaomi might want to upgrade to another Xiaomi uh, handset because of the uh, goodwill that it might have earned uh, with the consumer over time. And that's where Samsung isn't. So now it's trying to pedal back and, and introduce phones in that segment. Is that how it works then? Absolutely, because the replacement market in India is huge. Earlier, the replacement was like after two years, one used to replace the smartphone or three years. Now it has practically come down to eight months or one year at most. So every year people replace their handset. And if you have, if you are hooked to a particular brand and you're happy with the experience, you would like to upgrade to the same brand. So that's precisely the idea. It's catching them young and giving them the experience which would enable them to upgrade to the next level. And last one, Rajiv, is uh, it's long gone, the perception that Chinese products are cheap and perhaps even subpar is rather no longer believed. Uh, so what's the, what does the future hold uh, for these two players or generally in the uh, handset uh, segment? Next two years, very clearly, there won't be a very dominant number one player. That era of dominance by number one is gone. Earlier, if you see a couple of years back, the gap between number one and runner-up used to be considerable, like 8%, 10% market share gap. Now, that's clearly the thing of the past. So, both of them will have to live with the reality that for at least two years, they won't be a single dominant player. They will have to share the laurels. If they continue performing uh, like what they have been doing, that might be a new reality. Uh, well, the consumers can cheer because uh, they are the ones or we are the ones who uh, reap the benefits of whether it's a price competition or a feature competition. So, uh, Rajiv, on that note, thanks very much for your time. It's uh, We could wrap this one up. Thanks a lot, Abhishek. Great talking to you. Thanks. And all you listeners, you can get this podcast on Forbes India and on iTunes. And to have someone call you for a Forbes India subscription, message Forbes to 518180.